We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Rob Dawson here. I got Jeff Goodman with me. Hell no. John Pink. Are we still live? Bill the 68 till I die. I'm sorry, man. I blacked out. Randolph Children. DJ Khaled, you know the big DJ Khaled guy? Hands grow up and in. Goodman needs to be fired all the time. Josh Tasker. You're going to beat people straight up. You know the deal. Drink responsibly tonight. I'll be drinking with you. Jarrell McNeil. From the bluest of the blue bloods to the smallest of the mid majors. This is Field of 68. After dark. Welcome to the Field of 68 After Dark on this Monday night, December the 4th, 2023. I'm John Fanta. Randolph Childress is all smiles. Doug Gottlieb is here. Doug, are you in the intro now? I am. I am. I I made the intro. This is a lot of things I've accomplished in life, but getting on the Field of 68 intro is one of them. It's a big moment for you. Congratulations. Uh, We got a big show for you guys tonight. Mark Pope. The head coach of the BYU Cougars will join us. How about BYU? They're number two in the net rankings that came out today. We'll get to that. But they're off to a 7-0 start to the season. Wins over Arizona State, NC State. And this is a team that beat San Diego State as well. We'll talk about BYU in a little bit. We'll have Fanta's Forum, where counselors, Childress, and Gottlieb will bring forward their top four teams in college basketball in college football playoff style, but just hoops. I think they'll do a better job maybe than the committee, depending on which side you fall on in that argument. Plus, we will go around the Big 12. We've got all that and more over the next hour. But we begin tonight in West Lafayette. Final score, Purdue 87, Iowa 68. So Purdue responds from the loss to Northwestern against an Iowa team that does not defend. Doug, I'd ask you to react to this game, but it seems pretty carbon copy of what we probably expected from this type of a game. I'm not sure if anything stood out to you from this game, but I guess my question to you would be the Northwestern game for Purdue. How much did that get your eyebrows to raise? And What's your overarching opinion on Purdue and how you view this season for them and this team? All right. This is, I think it's a fascinating discussion, okay? Because the prevailing wisdom on how to beat Purdue has been, you know, you got to have athletic guards that get into Braden Smith that can speed him up, you know, and then if you're going to beat, uh, if you're going to beat Edie, right, drag him away from the basket, maybe the shooting five, and then you got to figure out how you're going to defend him. 
And like Boo Boo, he's a good player, but it's not like he's some elite defender. Northwestern, they move it really well. They're ex expertly coached in terms of ball player movement. And what they wanted to get was Edie defending ball screens and a shot clock where you get Bowie. And they let him take a lot of those, those middies, those mid-range floaters, which, you know, so many coaches nowadays, you know, they look at the analytics and say that's not a great shot, but for Bowie it is. And then they just threw bodies at Edie. Lots of bodies at him. He fouled out, what, three guys? Um, and so I felt like Northwestern's plan is very Northwestern-specific. And Iowa, they just, it's not a good matchup for them. You mentioned they don't defend. Uh, they're struggling in terms of, of finding some scoring balance as well. But in terms of the Purdue-Northwestern game, and um, Randolph, I'm really interested in your opinion. Um, I, I feel like when you watch a program two years in a row execute a similar game plan and have a win, granted, on your own home floor, but it wasn't like they got every call. Right. Like I thought Purdue got a pretty fair shake on the road officiating wise. Um, I think it's a new style or a style that is different than many of us conceived would be able to bring down Purdue. And I think it's interesting. Again, it's NBA style or European style, you know, where they move it several passes, try to get downhill and, you know, trying to make sure that that Edie is active. And I think it's obviously very, very effective. I, you know, it worked for them this particular game. They also created 17 turnovers, and I think it had more to do with Purdue than than Northwestern per se. Uh, you know, pressure defense, I'd say. I, I think it was more Purdue having, you know, careless turnovers and just not valuing the ball, but forcing some things inside. It, hey, let's give Northwestern credit. If you don't think Boo Boo Booey had a All American type performance, he looked like that dude. He was, you know, he he stepped up, had a game performance, and it happens. Nobody expected Purdue to go undefeated. The blueprints, is, it's going to be the same for everybody. It's whether you can pull it off. You got to get Zach out of the lane. You got to attack the lane. Try to get him in foul trouble. If not, you, you don't have a chance. I, I think the biggest thing that's impressive is you got to make mid-range shots because getting to the rim on them is difficult. And Boo Booey, that's, like you said, that's his game. Can you do it when it matters in March? Uh, that's going to be the key. Those type of matchups, you know, Iowa tried it a little bit tonight. It did not work. It wasn't successful at all, so uh, I, I'm not I'm not down on Iowa. I don't think it's anything other than a blip in the road that's going to happen a couple times this year for them. I don't see them losing any more than about five games, if that. Here's my question, Doug Golly. If I gave yeah. you chips on the table and said you pick which side to go on in a fourth row, better chance that Purdue is a first weekend exit meaning they could win a game and lose or better chance that this team can make it all the way to arizona to a final four which side you bet on i think better chance to make it to the final four this year I, I i would say this and and this is um stick with me for a second i know i'm a little bit a little bit long-winded okay when virginia lost to umbc i remember having a conversation with with tony bennett and i said and, and, you know, afterwards, so many of us who've known Tony called him to console him. And he was more kind of in learning mode, like, how, what happened? How did this all happen? And obviously, you know, you lose your, you lose your best NBA talent as a power forward. It's going to change you. But what I said was, like, look, when you tried to go small in the second half to match up with UMBC, had you ever played that lineup before? And he was like, no. And I said, well, like, Tony, like, I hate to break it to you, but 
you're going to make the NCAA tournament every year now. You're at Virginia. You got it rolling. Play left-handed sometimes. Try some things. And I say that because, like, they play Edie as often as they can. And I would I would vary some lineups. I would give some different looks. What would it look like if Edie's in foul trouble? What would it look like if Braden Smith is in foul trouble? Braden Smith was hurt. Like, to me, they should use the next month and a half. At, again, it doesn't have to be whole games, but for – wars as they're called in many college basketball circles right those four minute stanzas like let's see what it looks like to play without a point guard just in case let's see what it looks like to play without a point guard and a big guy to see how we can function and then you factor in i think you know um what randolph was talking about which is yes some of it was self-inflicted but a lot of it is if braden smith's kind of their only true guard that they put out there like they don't have multiple ball handlers in most of their lineups the way that a lot of college teams do. You know, we if we go through the list of all the teams in the top 10, top 15, the one thing most of them have, yes, they have quality point guard play, but they got a secondary ball handler, maybe even a tertiary ball handler, and they don't have that. So again, if, mm. if you ask the question, my answer is, I think they're more likely to go to the Final Four than they are to lose in the first weekend. There's no doubt their booty cheeks are gonna be super tight that first game, okay? But we saw this from Villanova, right? Where they couldn't get out of the first weekend. And then they finally broke through, by the way, I believe it was against Iowa and they kicked the crap out of Iowa in the second game on the way to their first national championship, first national championship. So it's just going to take a breakthrough from that first weekend. This is a really good club. They have plenty of scoring, plenty of defense they are very well coached. I think it's more likely they end up in the final four than it is this first weekend. I, I, I think they'll end up in the final four and I, I I'm willing to push my chips to the table with that because Doug, if I had to push back a little bit, I think Lance Jones is that guy for them. I think he's the secondary ball handler form, the physical guard, strong guard, able to guard an athletic guard on the perimeter. Um, he's shown that already. I think two things they've shown, and that was the biggest thing I thought they had to get was another guy to help initiate offense. I think they checked that box. He's shown that with the schedule that they had. I don't think they're in a the position they're in right now without him. The other thing I think we've gotten to see, even a little bit tonight, when Zach Eady went out, they, they extended the lead. And we watched them a couple of times during the year. I think the biggest thing that they're experimenting with that they're able to do this year is play without him being in the game. He doesn't get in foul trouble, but they're able to sit him down and continue to hold on to leads or even extend leads like they did to that. That's why I'm so high on Purdue. And I think, again, I don't think he gets enough credit for being a defensive player of the year. I think he completely controls the paint. And I, and I see this team. I'd be shocked if this team isn't in Phoenix. But I do think their more difficult matchups will be that first round only because they'll play a mid-major school with probably a stretch five at center. Let's take this big picture then. So, RC, I'll start with you on this one. Is it Illinois, who whipped Rutgers this past weekend? Is it Ohio State, who appears to be improved? Is it Northwestern, who shocked us here? and has returnees from that team? Uh, is it somebody else? Is it is it so Michigan State that you're buying? Who, who is going to be the second best team in the Big Ten? Hell, is it going to be Wisconsin? Like, I, I, right. I, I, I mean, that that's another team you can throw out there. I, I'm still going to, when it's all said and done and, and it matters, um, I'm not going to completely, I, I just can't leave Izzo on Michigan State. But I like, the, I think the best resume so far, I would give it to, I would give to Wisconsin. You know, I think their wins early on. I think who they beat Virginia. I think they, they beat the breaks off Virginia, yep. uh, you know, early Marquette. on here in Marquette. So I, I like their two wins. 
uh, early here in the season. And, and, and the full couple of these teams, and we're going to get into it. I don't think they've played anyone yet. They're going to have to get tested in, in conference play. So I, I would, I would, if I had to bet now, I won't bet against Izzo, but Wisconsin has looked really good. But I'm going to stick with Michigan State. I just think they'll be there when it's all said and done. I do think Illinois has got a shot. Um, I think they're better. But, I mean, I think we're kind of all talking in circles, and the point I think you want to make, John, is there's just okay. Yeah. Like, there's a massive yeah. drop-off, yeah. right? You got like, yes. you yeah. got one team that can win a national championship. And then you got, like, uh, so, um, you know, whereas the Big East, for example, which I'm sure we're going to circle back around to, right? Like, the Big East, you got, like, well, UConn's really impressive, and Marquette's really impressive, and – I don't know what's happened with Nova in the Big Five, but outside of that, they've been really impressive, right? Um, Creighton. And who am I forgetting? There's somebody else at the Big East that I'm, huh? Creighton. Creighton too. Oh, and I saw Creighton. In, I saw Creighton in person. Culkinbrenner, by the way, does the same. Like that would be an insane matchup. The difference is Creighton just does not have the bench. Um, right. But yeah, right. Th- that that matchup would be amazing. Creighton versus Purdue, like elite eight type matchup. That would be incredible shot making and two two above seven foot centers that could obviously Edie's far more advanced offensively but I think Kalkenbrenner is probably better defensively and the way they funnel everything to him it's fantastic anyway that league this league is it's top heavy only in one team and the rest is going they're, they're going to beat each other up they're going to can it's going to be like that movie alive where they're going to be picking the meat off each other um and then you figure I mean I I kind of think that Michigan State will be the second best team. They just won't have the second best record. And, and also keep in mind that something, those of us who really study this stuff and we're obnoxious about it, the schedules aren't the same. So right. do you play Purdue Do you play Purdue once and only play West Lafayette? You ain't winning that game, right? Do you play IU? IU's a little bit better at times than we thought, especially with Xavier Johnson now. It seemed to get back to where he was. So the point is that you're scheduled. Like, do you play Minnesota twice? Do you play Nebraska at home or on the road? That's what determines the second. But I think Michigan State is the second most dangerous team, assuming that Izzo figures out how he wants to do what he wants to do. So, so I do want to follow up there. One, how does Tom Izzo figure it out with Michigan State? And two, they only have one more marquee non-conference game. It's against Baylor. It's in Detroit. It's a week from Saturday, December 16th, which is the best day of the season uh, with, what, Purdue and Arizona – with Indiana and Kansas, with Kentucky, North Carolina. 90 seconds here, Doug. Where do you fall with Michigan State? Do you think that they're going to get this right? And what will it be that gets it right if Izzo does get it right? I mean, I just get, I, I think it's, he's got to figure out which of the young guys can he evolve and get there. And you're, it's probably only going to be one, maybe one off the bench. That's just the reality of this thing. You know, all these teams we talked about, what do they all have in common? They all got veteran, experienced players, grown men. So if it's fears, I, I would be a proponent of fears because I think the other guards are more score-ended guards. And I think you can play him and A.J. Hogard together. You don't have great shooting between the two of them, but I think they'll make everybody else better. Um, he has great lineup versatility, and the one guy who seems to be able to figure these things out by the end of the year is Tom Izzo, regardless of I don't think they're beating Baylor. This early in the year. One thing I'd add to that, I'd be curious. I'd be curious to see if they switch their lineup a little bit, right? Would they consider starting some of the freshmen with some of the veteran guys, and then bringing in those veteran guys off the bench, right? 
with those veteran guys be what they're gonna play starters at you know starter minutes at the end but can you throw those young guys in there early so they can lean on them veteran guys to get some experience because some of those guys may be you know, a little bit more talented on the offensive end we'll see michigan state has a big one tomorrow night in east lansing at home against number 23 wisconsin will the badgers be able to carry over the momentum over marquette this is the Field of 68 After Dark. Up next, BYU coach Mark Pope. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the Field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD. 1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When cross the state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts so download the bet mgm app today the field of 68 after dark i'm john fanta joined by doug gottlieb and randolph childress tonight coming up on the show jeff goodman did a walk and talk in boca with some florida atlantic university stars man did fau look good over the weekend in the field of 68 tip off the owls playing at a very high level. We'll be talking about FAU in a little bit, and Jeff did some great stuff there with a couple of FAU stars. Mark Pope is moments away, which brings us to a great point. The net rankings came out today, gentlemen. Houston 1, BYU 2, Arizona 3, Baylor 6. What stands out? Arizona's going to be in the Big 12 next year. That means that four of the top six are Big 12 when Arizona would join. In the AP Top 25, Arizona 1, Kansas 2, Houston 3. I mean, guys, I, I know that the Wildcats are in the Pac-12 right now. We can talk about that. But but Randolph, it doesn't feel like there's any debate again of who the best conference in college basketball is in a world where Oklahoma and BYU are both having the season that they're having, and they were picked in the back half of the Big 12 Conference. Kansas and Houston are doing this to start the season. Baylor looks like one of the best teams. How how incredible is this Randolph Childers to see out of the Big Twelve Conference? You know what? It's impressive, but I will. I'll, if if I had to push back on it early, is I? It seems like it's top heavy, but I question the resume of a lot of these teams. And I think when we get into talking about our, our Big Four later, uh, some of these teams, I don't know if they've played anybody that warrants me to say that I expect them to be as high as they are. That's my concern with them. I think, I mean, and the league is tough. It's it's a great league. I mean, I, I don't question or debate whether it's the best league or not. I, I think it's right there. I, I'm not pushing back on that. But I, I, I do think some of the resume of that, I mean, you're talking about, what, 
eight teams or nine teams or six and two. I mean, that's that's you know they're going to beat each other up and it's going to get there. But when you look when you break it down and look at their resume of these teams, a lot of them they haven't. There's been a, there's, there's been there hasn't been a lot. That, that there's a lot to be left to desire. So we'll see. All right. Well, let's turn to our special guest tonight. We're going to go out to Provo for this one. He is the head coach of the BYU Cougars. Mark Pope joins us on Field of 68 After Dark. 7-0 BYU will be back in action tomorrow night when they take on Evansville. Coach Pope, a 7-0 start. We appreciate you joining us. I, I got to ask you, what did you see in your team in the preseason that all of us and all the other coaches and everybody else in America did not see with this Cougars team? Well, we only had one preseason game, and we weren't very good, so so I'm not sure I saw a lot. <laughs> okay, Fanta, are you are you familiar with the with are you familiar with the Mark Pope story that I have that I I tell people all the time? Oh boy, this is my Randolph. You'll appreciate this, right? So, um, I'm I'm pretty good. For, I've I've been pretty good friends with a couple people who have coached at at BYU, and. Um, one of them, okay, happened to be the head coach at UNLV uh, for for a bit of time, right? And um, and um, I, I thought it was it was his name's Dave Rice, right? So Dave Rice. I have no I idea doing, where this is going right now. No, I, I, I said no. Nervous, nervous, like wait a minute, where is this going? <laughs> Hold on. So neither do we. I was flying. I fly into Vegas. I was doing UNLV games. And I would text Dave Rice, hey, coach, I'm in town to do the game. Mind if I come up before the game? And also I guess no problem. Come on up. And I go up there and I'd see Dave Rice. And I was like, I texted you. You didn't know I, I told you I was coming. He's like, what are you talking about? So finally, at some point in time, Mark texted me back like, hey, just a heads up. I have the same. I have Dave. They gave me Dave's number. You keep texting me. And then it, it got to the point where I'm sure he was annoyed by it. Like. We're in the middle of a meeting. This is not Dave's phone. Anyway, sorry about that, Mark. I apologize. <laughs> no, I, re I remember now. Yes. That was a, that so was a I, long I time my, before. It, it was. I, I guess, I guess here's, here's, here's my question. Obviously, last year in the WCC, a bit of a struggle, right? I think people expected you guys to be right there with Gonzaga. Uh, you had to rework things, and it's harder to rework things at BYU than it is some of these other places. They can just scrap it and start over. Take me through the process of putting together your roster and how you did it. Well, um, so we, um, this is our fifth year, if you can believe that. We, uh, and we, we had a ton of success our first three years. We finished uh, two years in the top 25. We're ranked in the top 25 all three years at some point during the season. And we still felt like we were a million miles away from kind of reaching our goal. Um, and, and we also knew, uh, two years ago that we were moving to this big 12. And so we kind of made the conscious decision that last year we were going to go really young. We we're going to, I think we were the 296 most veteran team in college basketball yet last year, which is, which is rare for BYU. And, um, and we decided we'd go really young so that we could walk into this league, at least having a team that we were familiar with, that had had a chance to grow together. And so. 
Um, you know, we signed a couple kids in the portal that I think are really good. I think this Ali Khalifa is going to turn into a terrific player, and I think uh, Dawson Baker is is going to be a terrific player. We just haven't had their services very much so far, and so it's essentially the same roster we had last year. It's just a roster that instead of being freshmen and sophomores, it's sophomores and juniors, and and um, you know they they paid their dues last year. They uh, you know, they had some some big wins. You know, we we beat Creighton uh, in Vegas. Uh, you know, we had a great comeback against Dayton last year. We lost to St. Mary's and Gonzaga both on last second shots at home. Literally, just heartbreaking last second shots last year. And that's what happens when you have freshmen and sophomores. But those guys aren't freshmen and sophomores anymore. Um, you know, they have a ton of minutes under their belt together. They, they've worked really hard. We took full advantage of our inner, our foreign tour this summer for those guys to even grow closer together. And right now. Uh, you know, early in the season, guys, we're so early, right? It's so early, but um, but our really early returns have been super positive. And, and I think the best thing, you know, we're fortunate to be 7-0, and but even if we were 5-2, and what I feel like is our guys know who we're trying to be. Like, our guys understand the identity we're chasing, and 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 that means a lot for us. And, and it, it also means that, you know, we're walking into this, this buzzsaw of the Big 12, and, you know, you know, I don't think Vegas is betting on anybody going undefeated, but I do think that come wins or losses, we're going to still have a good sense of like who we're trying to beat. And, and I think that's really important. I know that sounds simple, guys, but I don't think that's super common in college basketball about a team that really knows who they're trying to be. Just my own, my own opinion. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Mark, what can you complain about with your, with your team right now? I mean, you know, there's not much you complain about. Your, your team is unselfish. I mean, you got so many guys. You got six guys in double figures. I mean, and then the seventh guy averaging nine points. Two to one assist ready show. You've been dominating the glass, defending the three-point line well, shooting it well, 39%, 49, 50% almost from the floor. Like, what can you? What do you see from your team that you feel like you need to improve on when you get into conference play? Well, the first thing is I'd like to be healthy. Like I'd like to be healthy. You know, it was interesting. We we have, um, I what I think is a really interesting collection of bigs in in uh, Fustrari and Ali Atiki uh, Ali and and uh, Ali Khalifa. Um, really, really unique pieces. In, in fact, two. I'd like to I'd like to spend some time, especially in the Big Twelve, having two of those guys on the floor together. We just can't keep those guys healthy right now. Um, and so, so you know, that's, we, we just haven't, you know, we kind of missed our window to really experiment freely. I'll be excited 
uh, when we have all three of those guys going. So I'm, I'm excited about that. And this Dawson Baker is a really important piece to our puzzle. He brings a, a really different dynamic to our team. So we, we'd like to get those guys healthy um, first and foremost. Um, otherwise, you know, I think what we're trying to do right now is just is just get better in all the areas that we've been pretty successful in so far. Um, you know, clearly the competition is going to keep ratcheting up. Um, and so we'd like to continue to be as consistent as we can and, and keep improving in each of the areas that you mentioned, actually. You got any eligibility left? <laughs> hey, I was no good when I was playing, bro. Like, you know, you know, the one great thing about getting old is everyone thinks you were a better player than you were. I was terrible. Man. No terrible. question. No, 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 no question. Um, what Jackson Robinson? I was no A. Hey, I was no Randolph Childress, man. You know, I coached one year at Wake with Jeff Bizzella. I know you did. I walk. Around, I know you did. I walk around that campus, people would be like Randolph Childress. Like it, you couldn't. It, you know, it was one of those names where you can't actually say it out loud. Everyone kind of whispered it, like Randolph Childress. Like <laughs> I think. Man, I, I think there should be a statue. Hey, that's the, because when they followed it up with, they'll be like, "Did he owe you some money or anything?" That's probably what they were thinking. <laughs> no, 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 no. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it Touche McGinnis you made fall down and told him to get up? Yeah. Is that who that was? <laughs> yeah. yeah. There, there, should be, there should be a statue of that, statue of that, you know, right on, on campus. Hey, let me ask you about Jackson Robinson, right? Yeah. Um, Two-time transfer, didn't play much um, at, at either, either of his previous schools. And you look at last year, and good player, good athlete, but the shooting percentages from the field in three have jumped up. Obviously, the production's way up. What was your guys' work with him like in the offseason that's allowed him to have such a great start? Yeah, I, I'm so proud of Jax, man. Um, you know, his road has not been easy. Uh, nobody's road in college is easy, but his road has not been easy. Um, and, and uh, you know, he, he, he was essentially, you know, I mean, he'd been in college for two years, but essentially in terms of on-game experience was much closer to a freshman than he was a junior last year. He just hadn't really ever played. And certainly played in the role that we were asked to play. We actually were starting him at the four last year because we we were trying to piece together our roster a little bit. Um, and he got a ton of experience last year. And and the best part of Jax was he came in as soon as the season was as soon as the season was over and had uh, unbelievable focus all all summer long. And his focus wasn't just on skill. His focus was on kind of learning the urgency of the game. Um, his 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 focus was on building relationships with his teammates. We had a bunch of guys that worked really hard this summer, like going out of their way to really grow relationships with their teammates. He worked really hard at having a bigger voice on the floor. Uh, one of the places we struggled last year as a young team was communication. It's one of the spaces where we are elite right now. We're functioning elite level with real-time communication, and Jax has been a leader in that area. Um, and, and with all that has come unbelievable performance. He's shooting the ball. Uh, he's guarding, you know, he's got a, you know, he, he's barely scratching the surface of what he can do defensively. And, and, and most exciting for me is, um, he, he's, he's one of these guys like, Hey, I don't care. Start me, bring me off the bench. I don't care. I'm just going to go dominate my minutes. And it's a luxury to have beautiful human beings on your roster like that. All right, Mark, we have one minute here. So I'm putting you on the spot. What was it like being a captain on a Rick Patino coached Kentucky team? Yeah, Woo! I'll tell you what. Uh, listen, I can tell you this, and and uh, you know, I walked out of practice most days um, 
um, trying to decide who I hated more, Coach P or myself. And and it was he put us through the gauntlet, man. Like he he drove me harder than any human beings ever driven me before. And I love him to the depths of my soul because he literally he literally changed my DNA as a human being. I walk in a room different after after going through out with Coach P. Um, you know, uh, he, he gave me one of the greatest gifts of my lifetime in terms of, 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 of teaching us that we could overcome anything and withstand anything. It's a beautiful gift that coaches can give. It's, it's a little bit different how it functions now, but I love him from the depths of my soul, man. Love that team. and had one of the great experiences of all time. With you, I, I, I do want to ask you, I know we got to go, okay, but in terms of the conditioning aspect of it, can you still do that? Hey, <laughs> hey we were practicing three times a day like during I, I, winter break i know like look, we had he, two like, practices know, he makes his assistants get in shape yeah they oh. get their body they, they get they get tested they get body fat hey, guys, you do not understand the stories i got about coach p man legend <laughs> mark, pope. mark pope congratulations on a 7-0 start it's great to see the BYU Cougars off to such a strong start to the season. And we wish you the best of luck here going forward. Good luck against Evansville and in the gauntlet of the Big 12. We appreciate your time, Mark. Thank you. Thanks, John. Thanks, Doug. Thanks, Randa. All right, man. Have a good one. Good there luck, Coach. Do you guys. The head coach of BYU Cougars at 7-0 on the year. They welcome in Evansville tomorrow. Coming up, it's the debut of Fanta's Forum. Counselors Gottlieb and Childress will bring their cases to the court, and you in the YouTube chat will be the jury. This is the Field of 68 at dark. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season, and we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the Field of 68, each and every week during the season. If you haven't signed up with BetMGM yet, use the bonus code FIELD1500 and you will get up to a $1,500 first bet offer on your first wager on BetMGM Sportsbook. Here's what you got to do. Download the BetMGM app. Sign up using the bonus code FIELD1500. Deposit at least $10 and place your first wager on any game. You will receive up to $1,500 in bonus bets if that bet loses. Just make sure you use the bonus code FIELD1500 when you sign up. And remember, BetMGM is now available under one wallet in select states. As a New Jersey resident, this is super convenient for me when I have to go cover games in New York or Philly. When crossing state borders, just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to. And most importantly, I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, Parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. All rise. This is Fanta's <laughs> Forum, the debut on the field of 68. Good evening, everybody. I'm Judge Fanta. And tonight, counselors Gottlieb and Childress will bring forward their best four teams in college basketball at the moment. You in the YouTube chat, I will be reading the chat as we're doing this to see what 
you, the jury, believes, and then I will make a final ruling against these counselors to see who comes out on top in the first edition of Fanta's Forum. You'll each be able to present an opening argument. You'll then be able to counter the other. We have 10 minutes. Randolph Childress, Counselor Childress, please present. I got Arizona. I, I, I think that'll be, I think we'll be consistent there. I think Arizona is, is, is showing that we'll get a bigger test here coming up with these guys. They get Purdue. That'll be a major matchup. They got Wisconsin before that. And then they covered Alabama following after Purdue game. I, I think they've been super impressive early, went on the road, got the win at Duke, beat Michigan State. They'll play more high major teams, as I just discussed, but I think there's no question coming in this week at number one. Number two, I got Kansas, Kentucky, Tennessee, UConn. I don't think you can debate much with those guys. Purdue, we saw them again dominant. I think they rebounded from the Northwestern loss. Where we may differ, I think we'll have those three teams. Where we'll differ will be the fourth team, and I have Marquette. And the reason I say Marquette is I don't think anyone in the country has played the schedule that Marquette has. I, I think by far, you know, when we talk about most most teams trying to pick and choose one or two teams that they play, this Marquette resume has been impressive with Illinois, UCLA, Kansas, Purdue, you know, and they've lost a couple, don't get me wrong, but Wisconsin, and then they got Texas coming up on Wednesday. Um, I, I, they, they bring, they want all smoke. And I, I don't think anybody has played the schedule that they played with the, and, and come out on top with the victories they have. So I, I'm impressed with Marquette's scheduling uh, this early in the year and think they belong in that conversation. Okay, so before I go to Counselor Gottlieb, again, Counselor Childress, you have Purdue, Marquette, Arizona, Arizona Kansas. And, and Kansas. Counselor and Kansas. Gottlieb, you're up. I have those three as well. I do. Um, and I have great minds think alike. <laughs> I, I think you confused Fanta because you mentioned Tennessee uh, kind of in passing, whatever. Like, I, I think there's just a there's a big chunk of teams that are in that next group. Right. Um, like, I think Duke's going to kind of figure it out here. You know, I, they, they, they played an impressive schedule. Um, like you mentioned, I, Carolina, I think I would put kind of on that list as well. Yeah. We'll see about Baylor as we've only really seen him against Auburn, just kind of little snippets or whatever. Um, Houston, who I know you love, John, a great deal. I, we saw him hold off Xavier. It was a little troubling that, again, they went through that drought where they stopped scoring. But well coached, great defensively, sheds a big-time point guard. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm going to be interested to see how they match up with Hunter Dickinson when they play a true big. So my fourth, though, I'm going to go Colorado State. Okay, now stick with me. I, I understand that their roster may not overwhelm you. Okay, but Isaiah Stevens is as good as any guard in college basketball. You know, he yes, may not he be first round draft pick, but he's a stud, really bright kid as well. Um, they can stretch you out, they can slow you down. What they did, they dismembered Creighton, and I'm telling you, Creighton's kind of a machine, and they dismembered them. Um, they play very smart analytics basketball. And then I like Colorado as probably the second best team in the Pac-12. And they beat their they beat their tails. Now, granted, that was in Moby. So they haven't had the level of the depth of the competition in Marquette. And I think Marquette's ceiling, probably higher. But I'm going to go Colorado because because the text that I got was, what are the best four teams right now? And UConn, Kansas felt like a national semifinal. 
That was a great basketball game. Really, really good. And Marquette, Kansas felt that way too, to be totally honest, like super high level game. Um, I can't deny Arizona be my number one team based on how they're playing, but I put Colorado State based on merit, how they played, volume of shot makers, style of play, and they have a five that can stretch you out and they can guard your five inside. I'll, I'll, I'll throw Colorado State there as my floor. It's time for counter arguments now. Now, I did notice, <laughs> I did notice that. I, I think all those teams. I think all those teams he named, and, and we're gonna find out. I, I, like you said, Carolina could be right there. They're playing really well. UConn could be right there. I mean, there's so many other teams. Houston deserves right there. I just think from the only reason why the biggest difference in the team and why I said Marquette is just because they're scheduling. Like, I don't think any of these teams that we're considering well, and they, has and, and Hold on. Now, you, got a, you got a guy – you also got a guy who can really coach. They can speed you up, which a lot of teams can't – you know, they, not, not a lot of teams play the way that they play in terms of forcing tempo at times. And they got a tremendous point guard, good culture, good leadership. It's not just their schedule, right? Like, that's kind of underselling them a little bit, Randolph. Like, no, 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 no. Really I'm only good. saying for right now. They're, they're damn good. I mean, they're well coached. Best point guard in the country. I'm just speaking of when you're talking about the best teams right now, because some people may say, oh, there's a two-loss team. And you're going to look at them and be like, oh, they're a two-loss team. They're not the best right now. Well, they've taken on everybody. And they're a hell of a team. Um, I just think that they belong in that conversation right now. And they've dropped a little bit. they still be top ten. I'm not worried about them. They're right there. They'll be right there. I've just been overly impressed with their resume to this point. Considering well, the, the they play in the big state, right? The other thing about Colorado State, okay, now remember, they, they also they beat Washington at Washington, and Washington's not great, but they're much better than they've been, and you win in heck, Ed, that's a heck of a win. They're old, man. Josiah Strong, who's, uh, I think he's 24, right? Um, you got Joel Scott, he's a senior. Isaiah Stevens is a senior. Like, they throw old men out there. They, they take Geritol at halftime. They're really, really good. So, um, I just... Again, like if you want to look for markers on teams that are going to make a run, like here's some markers on them. And last year with San Diego State, I just think San Diego State's just okay this year. I think this year that team out of the Mountain West is Colorado State. I'm not saying anything people don't know, but I, I think this dog will hunt. I think they're going to be around in that top 10, 12 most of the year. They're, they're that good. Um, two years ago when they were really good with, with David Roddy, they kind of fell off there in the middle of the year, and then they got it back going. Uh, this team has depth and age. But uh, my, my, my only counter to the Marquette thing would be, you know, there was a – it felt like no matter what they did against Kansas, they weren't at that level. That, that would be – they were just a notch below. And it's hard to it's, – it's, it's hard to, you know, Kansas is a very good point guard as well, so he wasn't as rattled. Um, but I, I Wait, honestly, John, I'm struggling to find a super big counter argument to Marquette because I think they're fantastic. Well, Mark, Mark, you mean Purdue? Marquette against Purdue, or because Marquette beat Kansas? That, that's what I mean. I'm sorry, Mark, I, uh, I'm my brain fog here late, late at night. Um, so I mean, again, but like it's it's the same thing on repeat, though, right? Can you stop a traditional big? But then the question becomes for Purdue, can they guard out on perimeter? Neither of us, by the way, Randolph, we just said they're going to the Final Four in the first segment. Right. Neither of us put Purdue as one of the top four teams. No, no, no. We just did. You I both just did. did. I had we Arizona, did? Kansas, Purdue, and Marquette. I thought you did. Oh, I Who had was your 
And you said my three? You said the same three. Who'd you have? I got confused by your three. I haven't been drinking, and I feel like I have. UConn would be my, my other one. I just. <laughs> okay. And and maybe. So, who, maybe so who'd I'm, you take look, off? Without, you took off Purdue? Yeah. Okay. Order. Order. Order in the form. <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go back I'm into my I'm terrible chambers. at this game. I'm going to go back into my chambers because you have just changed your argument at the last moment. Yeah. Yes, the YouTube yes. chat will debate here over the next two minutes. And after <laughs> after this we'll brief come back. intermission, we will read a final ruling to see. So Randolph has Arizona, Kansas, Purdue, Marquette. Douglas Gottlieb, Counselor Gottlieb presents Arizona, Kansas, Yukon, and Colorado State. The ruling on Fantas okay. Forum after these messages. And we will have a ruling after this break. As you guys know by now, we've partnered with BetMGM Sportsbook for this college basketball season. We're going to be using BetMGM lines to make all of our picks and predictions throughout the college basketball season. And we are going to have special offers for you, the listeners and the viewers on the field of 68, each and every week during the season if you haven't signed up with betmgm yet use the bonus code field 1500 and you will get up to a 1500 first bet offer on your first wager on betmgm sportsbook here's what you got to do download the betmgm app sign up using the bonus code field 1500 deposit at least ten dollars and place your first wager on any game you will receive up to fifteen hundred dollars in bonus bets if that bet loses just make sure you use the bonus code field 1500 when you sign up and remember bet mgm is now available under one wallet in select states as a new jersey resident this is super convenient for me when i have to go cover games in new york or philly when crossing state borders just log into your existing account instead of having to create new accounts in each state that you go to and most importantly I got to let you know, we do have some fun stuff coming up for this college basketball season. Bet insurance tokens, college hoops odds boosts, my personal favorite, parlay odds boosts. So download the BetMGM app today. All rise for the final <laughs> ruling between counselors Childress and Gottlieb on who the best four teams are in college basketball right now. Uh, if Producer Hughes could please flash the lower third of who our two panelists uh, recommended again. There it is. Counselor Childress, you presented Arizona, Kansas, Purdue, and Marquette. Uh, it is interesting that that three of the four that you presented competing in the Maui Invitational, which I have no argument for whatsoever. Counselor Gottlieb, you brought forward an argument about Colorado State, which is very unique, and Isaiah Stevens and the Rams have earned it. But unfortunately, you showed up to this court unprepared and unorganized, changing your fourth team at the last moment. <laughs> I, so I didn't, very hold on, Judge. Uh, 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 judge, Judge, uh, if I could, if I could approach the bench for one second, if you would look through your you notes, get about thirty here. Go ahead. <laughs> I did send you. My 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 point is, without Stefan Castile, they they play Kansas to the wire at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. You look at. At, at, at what they have, at, Tristan Newton has become a absolute star. Haven't played the overall depth of competition of other people, but I put UConn 
in that mix. And we'll see as they take on Carolina uh, tomorrow night. Um, and then, you know, they still have Gonzaga as well. UConn, the Big East. That uh, excuse you love. me, Your Honor. I thought we had closing arguments earlier. What, what are we doing here? Your no, Honor? no, no. I hadn't gotten a chance to really present UConn because I screwed it up so much. Order. Order in the court. It is of this court's belief after the jury has voted 85% in favor of him that the court awards the first edition of Fanta's Forum to Mr. Randolph Childress. Congratulations on your victory, Counselor Childress. Your reward will be in the mail. In the form of an apple. <laughs> yeah, I'm expecting it. Tell, yeah. tell Jeff, and, I don't want no damn gift certificates. And with that, speaking of Jeff Goodman, we have a special feature tonight. Because down at the Field of 68 tip-off, folks, we had a lot of fun. And Mr. Goodman caught up with a couple of Florida Atlantic University Owls during their huge performance at the Field of 68 tip-off. Check out this feature. Here with two of my favorite guys here, FAU star uh, tandem, Janelle Davis, Elijah Martin. And uh, you guys are going to give me a little tour of FAU, right? Yes, sir. Can you walk around campus? A year ago, tell me the difference. If you walked around campus a year ago to today, what what's the difference? I mean, did anybody know who you were really a year ago at this time? A little bit. People used to always talk down on the basketball team a year ago, really. Uh, they used to always talk about the football team, but now... When we go on campus, it's just, it's just more about basketball, really. And people, the fans enjoy us, and we enjoy them, too. Is it weird to see how you've elevated this now? And, and I mean, are people, like, students asking for autographs, pictures, or, or is that kind of done by now? It's what we wanted. You know, me and him and uh, Nick Boy and G, we always say we want to make this a basketball school. And, you know, that's what comes with it. You know, we kind of looked at it as stars on campus, and everybody want pictures and autographs. And, you know, we love it because we, we embrace it as well. You guys are a little different because you came in, again, without people kissing your ass, right? Chipping your shoulder. You still have it. It's not gone just because you went to the Final Four, is it? No, it's not going nowhere. That's just who we is. We just try to go attack every day and just be competitive every whoever we play. On the court, you guys are killers. But off the court, I mean, you got some killer in you too. But, like, you guys have that personality. You have fun. It's kind of the perfect balance that I don't see very often is, again, you guys will have fun, mess around, but when you get on that court, you'll have some fun too, but but it's business, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, we just great guys, and, you know, when we step on that court. Nice and modest. We're just great guys. <laughs> when we get on that court, man, we're trying to kill. We're trying to win and do everything it takes to win. You go to the Final Four, you make this this improbable run that I don't even think you guys could have envisioned before the year, right? I mean, we we Final Four or just tournament? Like, what what were real last year? Reali realistic, we was thinking about winning the conference championship at first, but then goals got bigger and bigger as we went on. Do you think of, like, how your life changed, even with that Memphis game? Like, you don't win that Memphis game. Think of how different your life possibly would be right now. Yeah, I mean, we think about it sometimes, but at the same time, we got to thank God and, you know, uh, everything happens for a reason. So, you got to keep going with this momentum we have. Well, we live it right. When you know where you live it right, stuff go right for you. So, all right, so how do you stay focused, though, here? All right, I went to Arizona. I'm not going to lie to you. 
it was hard to go to class. Like, it's beautiful. I, neither one of you guys are from here, right? Like, you come here and it's almost, it looks like you see people going to the beach. How do you stay focused here? Get our work in first. Get our work in first, then after we get our work in, you can do anything you want after that. Do you think of what you've done, what you guys have done for this school, and, and the amount of money and, and fame and attention that you brought to this school, does it hit you? Uh, sometimes, but we still try to stay in the moment, you know, and worry about getting better every day and um, approaching every game. Um, but we also super grateful for what we did for the school. I, I thought the coolest moment last year, beyond obviously you guys, the run to the Final Four was post game. You're losing a heartbreaker, an absolute heartbreaker. And how you guys handled yourselves with the, with the class and humility. And, and also, I remember you guys said, like, we're coming back right away. Like, why? Why, why were you so steadfast and like, there's no way. It doesn't matter. This relationship we got with the coaches staff and the players and stuff, we didn't want to just make feel like we just left out on them either. Yeah, yeah we didn't have a reason to leave. You know, we never uh, had a bad moment with the team, the coaches, anything like that. Whenever adversity hit, we always was this coming together and like you don't get that everywhere you guys eat here now or like with the, the nil money <laughs> my guess is you are not eating at the student union anymore. sometimes sometimes depends. Yeah. Depends. just because of convenience yeah convenience. occasion is free what yeah. it's free free food oh, oh it's free, free? yeah free food no the cows right. we, we got cows right. uh, you still got them yeah but yeah we pull up to the cow right now pretty sure you guys are pretty hungry we got some i'm a little hungry guys and miss pearl when you come to FAU Dining Hall, you gotta see Miss Perk. She gonna, if you having a bad day, her smile gonna be every time. You always got a smile on your face. Oh my God, I love these guys for the first time you came in. I've been loving them before they got all this hot stuff. I've been, I love them before they got hot now. But is it crazy to see, again, when they first got here and now? They have became superstars here for both of them. Not changed? just FAU. Have they changed? No, they have not changed. Attitude been the same. They're respectable and they have changed anything. They're not acting big shot. They're acting the same way they've been acting when they got here day one. Y'all sold out last night. Yeah. All that money y'all got last week, all that baby y'all, that went to the world. I want to go. I love this world. I'm not That's some energy. That's some good energy. Oh, yeah, this is Don Hall. Panda Express. Was this all here when you got here? Yeah, it's all here. Nah, this no, was on different. This one, uh, that's uh, lots of stuff. Chick fil A in the back yeah. now. They was over there at first. Yeah. And they was, it wasn't none of this open though, because COVID. COVID. So your first games. Describe the atmosphere of that game. Do you remember who it was against? A D2? It was a D2. Probably less than 100 people in a... So are you like, so you come here and that's your first game. What are you thinking? Hey man, it's got to change. We got to change. Like, we try change. to make it to a basketball school. Try to get fans here. Try to get fans to come, come see us play. You look up in the stands now. Does it hit you? Does it hit you like on a night like we're here for, for the Liberty game? Yeah. You look up there and 
Yeah. Because, like, even seeing fans, like, in our game, like, been watching the whole warm-up, just trying to get their seat. I appreciate the tour, guys. Really, really enjoyed it. And uh, I mean it, man. Like, it's, it's, it's fun watching you guys. You play the right way. You handle yourselves the right way. So, listen, if you need another roommate, I'm in. All right. <laughs> All right, I'm in. All right, we got All right. Like, what, what's your reaction? Well, again, uh -huh. this is a most of it's an audio medium, medium, not a visual medium. So if you're listening to this, just understand that Jeff Goodman is wearing like a, a a gray Nike shirt and some some shorts, like he was one of the guys. And if he was to ask, like, "How's my fit?" Like, yeah, it's not that ain't it, but but um, I look. I'll just be honest with you. This is this Florida Atlantic thing is the greatest thing ever to happen to oh, yeah. my crew at Oklahoma State. Okay, because we had an 81 game non-conference home winning streak. We lost to Florida Atlantic, who lost, who won six games that year, and it was like the most embarrassing, humiliating thing. Now we're like, dude, we lost to a Final Four program. Granted, <laughs> it was 25 years ago, but the point is, it's a it's a great thing. I I like this team. I love how they play. Um, I think winning this year would be is more impressive because any game they play is potentially a court storming game. Um, and it's going to be a challenge, but they, they really look good so far. Granted, not challenged at the level that they're going to need to be moving forward. If you want to check out that full feature, head to our Field of 68 YouTube. Amazing with John L. Davis, Elijah Martin. We only got three minutes here before we go to stadium for last call. So I do want to talk about this. There's a top 10 showdown in college basketball tomorrow night. It's between Connecticut and North Carolina. Randolph Childress, who's going to win this game and why? Wow. I, I, I don't know. I, 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 right now, I'm tilting toward the Tar Heels. Um, I just feel like they're starting to figure some things out, but uh, you know, right now, the way Tristan Newton's playing, it's he's 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 stepped his level up. I, I I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with uh with Tar Heels and in in just I, I, what do I say? I mean it, this game go either way. That's the I mean, least UConn, confident pick I've ever heard there. from you. Yeah, I, because because I think it's one of those. If Stephen Castle was there, would my would my pick change? I, I I like everything I love about UConn. I'm not. It's if somebody's got to win. I'm gonna pick. I'm gonna go out the UNC. Wait, Doug, one second here before you go. It's time to talk about Vaulted. Vaulted is an app that allows you to participate in daily cash prize pools without an entry fee. It's the place to store your own bold predictions forever. And by using the Vaulted Challenge feature, you can prove you're smarter than your friends. So go download the Vaulted app and give it a try for free. Vaulted is spelled V-L-T-E-D, and it is the app to challenge your friends, store your predictions, and join daily cash prize pools without any entry fee. Download Vaulted today and... Put in the pick here uh, to Rob Gospel. I think Clemson is going to end up winning the ACC regular season title. That's my big, bold prediction. I know you both uh, accept my challenge. While we have 45 seconds, Doug Gottlieb, UConn, UNC, who's going to win and why? UConn. UConn. A special level of nasty when you get into the Northeast. I mean, that just that, that's going to be a snake pit. And, and I like Cormac Ryan. I like Harrison Ingram. Okay, but 
neither of their previous programs had a ton of success. I think I'm not saying they're soft kids, but that's going to be a different level of intensity and physicality. That's going to be a high level game. I like UConn. Doug, I have 10 seconds. Who wins FAU or Illinois? Don't even tell me why. Uh, FAU. 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 We'll see you tomorrow night. Rob Dowser will be at the Garden to recap the Jimmy B Classic. I like UConn and FAU tomorrow night as well. See you tomorrow. The Garden. Last call on Stadium is next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.